is now an ASMR podcast. Welcome to What's the Pieces, featuring me, our host, Alexander Davino, and Caleb, somewhere in the background, getting water. <laughs> uh, what's going on, folks? Just give them a little bit. I think that bit worked a little bit better since he wasn't here. Ah. If he was, it would, he would have been talking over me. So. <laughs> you talking shit? My life has been completely consumed by hockey in the past two weeks. You've just only been watching the Montreal games, haven't you? It's been completely consumed by hockey. I, there, were, there has been a What's the Thesis episode that has been in the backlog for two weeks now. <laughs> I have not done anything to it. I haven't even looked at it, to be honest. Uh, and you can blame your Montreal Canadiens for that. Yeah, they've just been too good, you know? They they posted the funniest TikTok actually. So I was just scrolling through TikTok today, and I thought like you know a fan had made like uh, a banter kind of TikTok. Uh, anyway, you need to be, go see it. So just go click the Canadians uh, Montreal Canadiens on TikTok, uh, their official page. But like literally, it's all the sports casters who like like the regular ones who predict the series. Uh, and they, every single person predicted that Winnipeg won that series. Obviously there's the sweep. So there's yeah, a popular fuck you, Elliot Freeman. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Mike Shanahan Mike, fuck you. Uh, what, who is that? The idiot um, that replaced Don Cherry. Uh, fuck you. Uh, that guy, that guy used to play professional hockey, but he was never really that good. And he somehow got a gig on Hockey Central. Fuck you, that guy. Fuck you, that everyone. guy. Hey, that guy. Hey, that guy. That guy. Hey, that guy there. Fuck you, bud. Uh, I'm really trying to find this right now because I want to like... But they post so fucking much on TikTok. What the fuck? Oh, it's right here. This is the sound. So this is a super popular sound on TikTok right now. We do not care. <laughs> it's probably just broke your ears, but it's like literally just like a celly and it's like, we do not care. And so Montreal Canadians are just fucking around with a bunch of young guys and having the time of their lives, honestly. So I applaud them. NHL is something else this year. Nobody told us, actually everybody told us that we were supposed to lose. And we yeah. just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, Montreal's just fucking doing whatever the hell they want right now. So if you haven't if you haven't clued in yet, Alex is a huge Montreal fan, has been his entire life. Um, I'm personally a Detroit Red Wings fan, so that doesn't do me much much good in this situation. Um, but but yeah, Alex is pretty pumped. You know what is fucking awesome? Okay, there's a couple things that are fucking awesome about this run that we're going on. Okay, First rattle of them all, off. Rattle them off, Alex. Let's hear them. Okay, one. Right here, one. Uh, this team, before like the last 10 games that Cole Caulfield, our <laughs> saving grace, was uh, in the regular season, I was looking at this team, and I watched this team the entire way through. This team 
started off extremely hot. They were so good to begin the season, kind of cooled off towards the middle where they, they actually played like the worst hockey I've ever seen in my life. Cole Caulfield comes to the team and literally I can just see, holy fuck, Nick Suzuki is playing better with Cole on his, on uh, having him on his back. Holy fuck, Cole is actually getting goals. Holy fuck, Cole got a freaking uh, two uh, game winners in overtime back to back. Holy fuck, this team is actually like, like they they're they're scary. And this segment no, of the nobody, podcast called "Sucking Cole Caulfield's Dick." Dead ass, Alex. <laughs> dead ass. Uh, <laughs> no cap. I'm actually doing that right now. Yeah, uh, he's in Montreal right now. Uh, I'm actually going there this weekend. Actually, uh, <laughs> I was just Maybe gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Bell Center if, uh, if Game One is on Sunday. Uh, hopefully, like I don't want. I want it to go to seven games between Colorado and, and uh, Vegas, Vegas, but I, I yeah. want to watch a game in Montreal, so uh, I actually don't want them to. Uh, but anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, we're not. We're not talking about that. Just a little. That was just a little little teaser for six minutes. That was just bullshit. Number yeah. two. <laughs> number two. They knocked out your Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round. That doesn't seem like a very hard task as of recent years, knocking them out in the first round. They humiliated the Toronto Maple Leafs so much, so much, that my stepdad, a Leaf fan of 55 years, actually he's 60 now, of 60 years, went and got a Kadri jersey. (laughs) (laughs) but he's fucking suspended Colorado Avalanche fucking Kadri jersey he's like like, he was a Toronto player I'll go with this stuff if I wear any other jersey in my house other than my teams which is Montreal uh, the Canadians or if it's baseball the Blue Jays if I wear any other team I get laughed at get made fun of they killed, they killed his motivation to support this team so bad more than any other year that he bought a fucking cadre jersey. <laughs> hey, boys. We're golfing. That's all. That's all Toronto is doing. It's all they have done in the postseason. Uh, and it's all they're going to continue to do just because Mitch Marner is not a playoff producer. Number uh, three. It's kind of like DeMar DeRozan. Number three. Let's hear it. Do you have a number three? Or did you forget sweep, it? Because you were <laughs> we sweep Canada's team, your Winnipeg Jets, in round two. After Is they it? sweep fucking uh, Edmonton, Edmonton Oilers. Oilers, dude. Doesn't that just show you how shitty the Canadian division is? What's going? <laughs> It's not even like like Winnipeg played bad in that series, but Montreal oh also played really good. And mm-hmm. who else played good? Cole. And Cole Caulfield. Suzuki. And who yeah. else played good? Literally our entire four lines, uh, four forwards. Oh. <laughs> Super blessed. Um, 
I mean, it's like the most excited I've ever been for I thought, a hockey I thought game. You got, I life. thought you got distracted halfway through, say, number three, because you were too busy daydreaming about Cole Caulfield. But um, yeah, like you're excited. Your team's doing well. You got a lot of young guys looking great. Um, Detroit, you know, I'm excited. We got a lot of young guys. Some of them are looking great. Yeah, you're going to be sucking Lucas Raymond's dick in a couple of years. No, Moritz Sider, man. Moritz Sider is whose dick I'm going to be sucking in a couple of years. Honestly, kid got kid just in, was in the uh, IIHF. He got uh, defenseman of the tournament and uh, is just absolutely killing it in the SHL. So I'm excited for him to come up. But I'm sure you guys have heard enough about hockey if you're Canadian and like in our main demographic. Um, so I'm still staying in the realm of sports, but Alex, what did you think about that Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather exhibition? Didn't watch it. Don't care. Did you watch the highlights? Uh, yeah, but the highlights weren't much highlights. That's so what I was just, just like, about to say. There wasn't very much highlights. It's like, I think I saw Floyd punch him like twice in the highlights. I, for all intents and purposes, I don't think it was a very good uh, fight. And nobody that watched it said it was a very good fight. I'm happy I didn't spend, what, 50 bucks paying for the fight? Uh, because why the fuck would I want to watch a Hall of Fame boxer go against some bum? Dude, it was literally just watching Logan Paul bear hug Floyd Mayweather. Bear hug Floyd Mayweather for, like, literally eight rounds. Like, that's what it was. And it, and it wasn't, like... It was just the only strategy he could use because he was fully getting outboxed, couldn't do anything, so he just hugged him. And, you're, and he's 200 Floyd, pounds, so like, what Floyd do you do when you're 150 pounds? You have a 200-pound man just throwing all of his weight on you. Like, okay. Floyd isn't known for his power. So, no. and the last two fights that he was in, like the Conor McGregor fight, he put on a show. Like, he could have killed Conor. Yeah, Absolutely. And Pacquiao, he was just in it for the money, and he got paid. Um, and now this and exhibition with Logan, he got paid. Yeah. You're putting a 50-0 fighter against a 0-1 fighter. Like, it, it, there's no competition there. No matter how old he is, no matter how small he is, it's like Logan had zero chance. Uh, like, it's, it, it's it, no comment, really. No comment. Damn. So it's crazy because it's no one, everyone, here's where I was a little surprised when I was looking at betting sites and things like that was that the highest odd, like the best odds, which were like about 1100 to 1300 were like plus 1100 plus 1300 were, were literally just for Logan to go the eight rounds. And I thought, you know what? That was the most likely situation. Like what, and this is kind of what I was looking at. By the way, didn't pay for the fight, but still watched it. Um, do with that what you will. And you you look at a 200-pound man and a 150-pound man, and you just say, well, this guy trained to survive against Floyd, and this guy has been training for decades, um, and he's the best boxer of all time, arguably. You're looking at... Like you're just going to see a really stale fight. There's just going to be exactly what you do with your size when you're a fighter is crumple the other person and put all your weight on them so they get exhausted. And 
exactly what you do when you're a small fighter. You tire out the big guy. So it's just a boring fight. Like I did it's they really finesse the entire world. It's incredible how intelligent these guys wow. are. Wow, Logan Paul finessing people once again. What a surprise! Uh, wow, Floyd Mayweather finessing people once again. What exactly. a surprise! Like, like that's what I. That's what I, like. And here's kind of the point I wanted to get to at this is like when do we stop paying into this content cycle because they're making well, money. Caleb, like when do like you Jake, when do you stop? Well, I don't pay. I know, but you're the prime demographic for supporting these people. It's not me. I don't support these people. You're the exact same demographic as me. I just, I just mm, want you to. I'm, I'm a nerd. I want to make you aware of that. I'm a nerd. You're you like said dem- you're, you said you're, demographic. You're like the David Dobricks and the. You like, said demographic. Those are psychographics, okay. sir. Whatever you know what I mean. Uh, but like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. So you have to ask, why do you like that stuff? I don't think I like it. Why? Here, because that's what you're I was invested at. in Logan Paul. You're invested in uh, whoever David Dobrik, all those guys. No, and, you, and like and here's what I was about guys, to get so. at is that like so from my perspective, yeah, I like seeing these people from entertaining perspectives. So like Logan Paul, he's he's a really good entertainer, but boxing for me has always been a sport because I was into boxing when I was like 14. So that's where this intersection is really weird for me because you're seeing Logan Paul and this is an exhibition bout. So I don't really care. This isn't a pro fight, but Jake Paul, let's look at at his fight with Ben Askren. I mean, like he top 10 pay-per-view, but this, this is this guy's third fight. Like realistically, he should not like, this is not where the eyes should be in the sport, but it is where they are is kind of what I was trying to get at is like we want like the Canelo fight that just happened and Canelo put on a show and Canelo is arguably the best Mexican boxer to ever live and one of the best, if not the best pound for pound boxer at the moment right now in the sport. His fight, I don't think even touched the purse of Logan Paul Floyd Floyd Mayweather, but that was the biggest headliner for the last big boxing event. Right. So I feel like sports is getting in a weird and we kind of touched on this with NBA in the last podcast, but sports is getting and I mean, sports like boxing, F1, those sports have always been individualistic, but it's getting so ridiculously blown out of proportion for personalities and drama that we're going into other genres and taking entertainers from there and saying, okay, let's 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 make them fight. Let's see how that is. That's entertaining, right? Yeah. Like, so it's, when, it's, it's when is this like, fad uh, done? Like reality television. Exactly. That it, that's exactly what it's becoming like. It feels like sporting is becoming reality television because we're we're so. You know what's kind of fucked? Boxing is like a, in my opinion, it's like a dumb sport anyway. I know you love it. I know a lot of people love it, but like. What do you I, mean by I, dumb? I just think like it's, it's stupid to sit in a ring and get punched in the head. I agree with you. If that's no, what you're saying, it's dumb. Because I love MMA. So I, why don't you like I, boxing? Because I find boxing's more attractive to watch to me than MMA. There's an old Joe Rogan clip. This is from like 15 years ago where he's debating someone on bo- on the future of boxing and MMA. And basically what he says is, 
boxing is a dying sport. The boxing, you're using a very limited tool set, which is just your hands, to knock somebody out. MMA, you're using every single part of your body to kick the fuck out of someone. Mm -hmm. And it's just so much more technical and like I know that be a, a, a good MMA star rather than a good boxer. It's more athletic. I agree with you there, and I know the clip that you're talking about. I'd say MM, like being a being a real master of mixed martial arts is is more athletic. It is more demanding. It's more. It, it's crazier, right? But that clip was a while ago. That was a long time ago. I remember, what, like, I would say even maybe three years ago. Don't quote me on it. Maybe four. Do you think that boxing is still a dying sport after all of this entertainment stuff? Because like it's doing bigger numbers than it ever has. This is the death of the sport. You think the the all time high of the sport is the death of the sport at the same time? Uh, well, you're not really. It's not a sport anymore. You're you're paying to watch Logan Paul get punched. You're not paying to watch boxing. It's a bunch of casual viewers now. It's not see okay, we gotta clip that because that was a good little sound bite. Um, but you're paying to watch Logan Paul get punched, not to watch the sport of boxing. I think you're right. I think you hit it right this on the it's right the, on the nail there. It's the death of boxing, in my opinion. Because you're not I, I will never watch a boxing fight in my entire life. Unless it's like Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather, which will never happen again because boxing isn't what it used to be. I would gladly watch a Conor McGregor Khabib Nurmagomedov fight. I would gladly watch a I don't know. I'm going back in my uh, in my MMA knowledge, but like a Frank Mir Brock Lesnar fight. But like a like a I don't know a, a Tyrod Taylor versus the old white guy who had cancer or whatever. I, I don't care about that fight. I forget what their names are. Uh, <laughs> the guy that came. The guy that came in in the the Transformers outfit and then complained about it afterwards, like that's just dude. I don't even know who you're talking about. Honestly, no, that you know like what I'm talking about. Can. You know the guy, the black guy who came in with the Transformers outfit and then he got K'd by the old bald guy. Is boxing fight, dude? I do not know what you're yes, talking you about. You do, you fuck. Uh, but anyway. Okay, okay. Um, well, we're probably going to have to cut that part out. But, but like the, still. Be- the best heavyweight boxer, the best heavyweight boxers fight. Kimbo Slot. What? Oh, no, Tyson boxer. Fury and yes, Deontay Tyson. Wilder. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about meme fights here for no, a second. I'm no, like, no. I'm like, who the hell was a meme fight like that? No, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Yeah, that Tyson Fury is fucking Undertaker. Yeah. So, like, that's, yeah, that's my thesis on it. This is the death of the sport, uh, in my opinion. I think I agree with you. And here's what I have to say on it. Cause I was kind of wanting to get your take on it, but you kind of directly align with what I'm saying on this. So um, I, I won't probably have very much pushback on this, but I think, yeah, it is the death of boxing. It is 
we saw that boxing was dwindling in numbers, losing viewership to MMA um, before all this entertainment stuff. Now we're seeing a large spike in viewership, but it's viewers that are now being introduced to the sport. And like Alex said, they're casual viewers. So they just don't care for it as much. They care for seeing Logan Paul, Jake Paul, KSI, all those guys get punched in the face. They don't want to see real boxing. They don't want to see the sport, the science, the art. Um, And I think... Alex is right. It's the death of the sport. It's not as attractive as MMA is. It's not as flashy. It's not as fast. It's not as bloody. It's not as gory. Um, And there's more potential and fostering of drama and, and personalities inside MMA more than there ever was inside boxing. So I think there's also a lot more money to be made by these influencers in going the route of boxing rather than the route of MMA. Um, did you That's, say there's more there's more money to be made for the boxing side or the yeah, MMA side? Boxing side, yeah. dude. Fucking uh, Floyd Mayweather made like a hundred million dollars for the uh, Conor McGregor fight. I don't know how much he made for. Uh, oh, this so fight, he made he made but... he made two hundred approximately two hundred million for the yeah. Conor McGregor fight. Conor McGregor made a hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> so and compare that to MMA, where you make approximately if you're if you're a Conor McGregor, which is not gonna happen athlete in all of sports <laughs> history I, i'm gonna I'm be straight with you you yes you frank are not <laughs> gonna be conor mcgregor uh <laughs> why frank i don't fucking know uh then you, you get paid Dana white <laughs> eight, eight million dollars for one fight compare that to boxing where fucking logan paul gets paid probably 60 mil for that one fight why uh, and for a less technical sport where you don't where like he's fighting a guy and they just kind of put on a little show for an hour and a half and that's it right and it's not the sport and this is kind of my final thesis on is the sport has now lost its integrity and since the sport has lost its integrity no one will continue to watch boxing after these giant facades and parties and events stop. We won't care about boxers anymore. We're only going to care about when's the next big money fight or when's the next big influencer event. And maybe not us, but that's kind of the culture that we're fostering in the sport now. So I I think boxing is officially a dying sport. Even- yeah, it, it sucks for people like you because you actually really love like I couldn't give a fuck whether boxing yeah. goes extinct or not. Um but, but it, I, I like watching people like my, you. my fights. People like, exactly. uh, like um, Joe Rogan, because he loves boxing too. But I just, I could care less, you know? And it, it, I'm the, so you're the demographic where you get, or the whatever you said, the polygraphic to. Um, Go ahead. No, demographic is easier understandable. You love. Yeah, in your chain. You love boxing and you also love watching these YouTubers, right? I don't like boxing and I don't like watching these YouTubers, but millions upon millions of people do. And none of these people that watch these YouTubers are ever going to stick around after they're done their boxing careers. Um, however long that, that will be in the future, because I'm sure they're going to be doing it well into their fifties. Um, imagine Logan Paul fighting like his brother at like 50. Why, versus Jake. why wouldn't he? 
that's what I mean. And that like you make that decision. This and this the integrity of the sport is gone because the sport is only about money now. And we're starting to see and we see a lot of that in other sports like F1, uh football, like hey, European hey, hey, football. Hey, stay away European from F1 there, football. fuck. European football and F1 and that's same why with uh no, same with football. They tried to make it about money. If if the uh the super super league went through, then the, that the sport would be gone. Well, not gone because football is football, but um are you talking about american football or european no, football? european football you know okay. that super league that happened right yeah yeah if that's that, what was going on that's what i was actually just about to mention yeah if so that went the through whole... then it would have been about money but uh, fans had an outrage and they said this won't happen and so it... that's ahead. that's kind of what sorry that's exactly what i was going to say is that fans were outraged when the sport became something that was purely motivated by money and then you're core community dies your viewership goes down and then you slowly start to dwindle that's how it always works and that's exactly what happened in boxing except we're already past the point of outrage it's all about money now no one cares about anything else it's not about legacy anymore it's literally just about money and i think that is why the sport is going to die and it's even worse when the most hyped fight this year is going to be uh, Mike Tyson coming out of retirement at the age of like 60 to fight whoever he's fighting. Mm-hmm. I heard like, that. I heard about that in passing, but like that's going to get more pay-per-view buys, buys than the next heavyweight bout or whatever. Well, did you not watch his last out of retirement fight? No. Yeah. He just, he, he came out of retirement. Uh, oh, like, uh, the, the fight already happened? A while ago. Oh, fuck. See, I'm, I'm out of touch, but, you know. Um, Let's get Roy Jones Jr. They both came out of retirement and fought each other. Anyway, but yeah, that's, on, that's my thesis about that. I, I don't got much more to say about it. But the, you're right. That was the biggest fight of 2020, was Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson. And maybe the Fury-Wilder rematch might have done something or the anthony joshua fight but even then i don't think they touched the numbers i think that's kind of just a matter of like our culture though and how our culture has evolved um in the last 20 years where people care more about individuals and there's so much more entertainment to be had from influencers and from that outlet uh rather than sports and athletes and stuff. Um, Obviously you're going to get athletes like Conor McGregor or like Floyd uh, who transcend that. uh, And it works a lot better in fighting because you're beating the fuck out of someone. And that's kind of engaging to a lot of people. Um, To a lot of people. mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, there there's, not much like say even in in baseball unless you're like uh, Fernando Tatis um, which I know a lot of people that watch this podcast don't watch baseball but just know Fernando Tatis is like this larger than life individual um, best one of the best baseball players in the world uh, well, compare him to a, to a recognizable character from another sport that would, does kind yeah, of the so same thing. Fernando Tatis would be um 
uh, probably going the basketball with it. Just trying to think of the right player. Probably like a. Cause he isn't. He isn't really like. Uh, he isn't like Michael Jordan. He isn't like probably like a Dennis Rodman, ish. Kinda. Kind of like a dirty, okay. dirty player. Um, doesn't follow the unwritten rules. Uh, ah, Dennis Rodman's going a little bit too tough, but you know what I'm talking about. Like larger than life individual, right? Uh, but you have another player like Mike Trout, where he's been on the, he's been the best player in baseball for more than ten years now, uh, and he's barely known, um, just because he's not a avatar. He's boring, um, and like, I think he's not boring. Like, I enjoy baseball. I enjoy watching Mike Trout play, but as an individual, as a personality, he is nowhere near is say a Conor McGregor, right? Let's put a scale. There's Mike Trout at the bottom of like personality wise of an athlete. And then there's Conor McGregor at the top. And it's just like, he's just not near it, right? He's kind of like, it's like comparing. Or like a, like a Kawhi to LeBron. Exactly. Exactly. An amazing player. Very, very skilled, but not the off the court guy, right? Like you don't, you know, he's not building schools and making documentaries about it he's practicing basketball um but yeah. i miss Kawhi. Me too. <laughs> it Keep always comes back it. to Kawhi. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, i watched like i watched a tiktok of him the other day and it was the dunk that he did against uh i forget what team it was against it was against the mavs and uh, all three of them are like screaming together and they caught like the coolest picture of them all basically like flexing on top of the guy that Kawhi just dunked on. And I was like, damn, PG, Kawhi. And like, I think it was like, who's the other big man on their team? No clue. I don't watch basketball. Oh, you loser. <laughs> this man, this man took a hard stance. But anyway, so they're just all standing above this guy. And I was it's like, damn. At a point now where people get frustrated with me because I'm like, turn this off. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Dude, like, like every time I go to talk to you, because we talk about sports really often, me and Alex. Like, as you've been seeing, we've been on a bit of a sports kick, even with the podcasts and things like that. And, um, and this guy, I just like make some reference to like a basketball game or what's going on in the playoffs. And he's like, nah, I don't watch basketball. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, keep in mind, this is the guy I watched every fucking finals game or like playoffs game with. Yeah, or like in, in downtown like, Toronto, I watched all those playoffs. Yeah, games. you watch the games. I would call you after every game. Like me and Alex watched the NBA together religiously when we lived together, even, or at least the Raptors season. And like this guy does not watch basketball anymore at all. Just can't take it. Just can't take the heartbreak. Take the pain. Can't take the like. Honestly, just go on a run again. I'll probably get back into it just for the playoffs. But I just don't care when it comes to like. I'll I'm I'm I'll be that bandwagon fan. Oh God. Um. But yeah. <sighs> just. Just like you were for Cole Caulfield. No, I was not. Are you fucked? <laughs> I have been watching. I have fucking drafted that kid in my league. I knew about that kid before you knew about that kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, crazy news coming out of Canada. So, if you're not a Canadian listener, well, it's probably still going to be interesting to you. But June 11th, we're finally going into the first stages of reopening. 
whereas the states have been open for what seems like an eternity. Yeah, man, it's Alex, fucked, man. How are, how are you feeling about finally being able to go eat in a restaurant again or like go to a patio and like see people? I feel great. I'm going to be in Montreal this weekend. I'm going to visit nice. uh, one of my friends and um, this is going to come out after uh, this is going to come out after we go. So uh, I'm doing a nice thing for my girlfriend. Uh, she doesn't know it yet, but her best friend is coming to Montreal from Ottawa to come and see oh, her. Uh, so sweet. And what they, a surprise. They, they haven't seen her in two years. They haven't seen each other in two years. So uh, I'll let, I'll give you guys updates when that happens. I'm really excited for it, though. Uh, but yeah. I, it worked out because I was going to see a friend. And then um, I'm on good terms with her best friend. Um, so she ended up texting me like, hey, can I come? <laughs> sure. What if I just came to Montreal? That's yeah. such a good. That's such a good surprise, though. So, and then also I was a, Montreal is in the playoffs still, so I can watch a fucking game. If you watch a game, I'm so jealous, man, because I haven't been able no to go to right a now, man. sporting event. I haven't been able to go to anything. So, like, I just really want to go somewhere. Hey, at least you can go to uh, Maple Leaf Square. Oh, fucking wait! Oh shit! <laughs> oh wait! It's going to be a fucking driving range because they're <laughs> golfing, boys. Um, yeah, I, I actually got to reconnect with some friends over the weekend. So that was really awesome. Some people I haven't seen in over a year and a half. Um, some roommates from school and some really close friends. Uh, and I know that it did me a lot of good. And I definitely needed that that weekend to just kind of put the phone away, pick pick up the bottle and just have a bunch of laughs with some people i gotta call you out you gotta call me out i promised i would would call him out on the podcast i know what it is i know (laughs) what it is oh god i want want to hear the audience's feedback on this tell the story this is my thesis my thesis killed an asshole (laughs) 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 this guy it's not my fault okay I used to vape, okay? Yeah, I know. I'm an I'm an idiot. I'm a nerd. I don't value my health. So did Caleb, okay? Uh, <laughs> and now I smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. <laughs> and now I don't smoke anymore, so thank you very much. Uh, yeah. I used to vape. And my vape, tragically, was on the toilet with it, fell into the toilet, flushed it down. I needed a new vape. Hey, Caleb. Can I borrow your vape? I know you're trying to quit. Can I use it? Okay. As long as I can borrow your blender. Yeah. Okay, sure. Whatever. Here's my blender. (laughs) Give me your vape. Deal done. Shook hands on it. We're good. We will return each other's items when... We return each other's items. (laughs) Yeah, there was no accept date. So, this guy, coronavirus happens. This was before coronavirus. This was hey, we were living together. Hey, man. I know you're coming. No, this was coronavirus. That was this, that was this year. Hey, man. I know you're leaving to Timmins, Ontario. I don't want to drive eight hours to get my fucking blender. <laughs> my mom has been busting my ass for it. Could I have it back, please? Oh, sorry, man. I gave it to James. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You gave it to James. It's my blender. 
Yeah, sorry, man. I just I didn't think you wanted it back. What the fuck do you mean I don't want it back? It's my blender. <laughs> Give my vent the blender. No, I, mean, I guess we're just gonna have to get it from James. I don't have, I don't know James. Yeah, but I could have texted it anyway. <laughs> this whole shit goes down. James, my good friend, who has the blender, came down to visit me this weekend, and he forgot the fucking blender. Not only did he forget the blender, Caleb texted me. Because I was gonna say, I said to him, "Hey, what are you doing for this weekend? Maybe I'll come down and watch the uh, watch the Logan Paul fight with you, uh, since I don't have anyone else to watch it with, and you're the only one that gives a fuck about it uh, that I know." And he said, "Nah, man, James is coming down with uh, Maisie and and Josh." I go, yeah. "Oh, is he? Where's my blender?" <laughs> Oh no, sorry man, he's already on his way. You <laughs> motherfucker, give me my fucking blender back. Audience. Give me my blender back. Audience, what do you think? What's your thesis? Should I get my blender back? I say fuck yeah. I think here so here's my thesis on it. Should he get his blender back? Probably. Have I gotten my vape back? No. So, I think the same fucking shit applies. And that is but what Caleb, I have to say. Because I know that you don't have that fucking vape anymore. I know for a Caleb, fact you have no idea where it but is. But Caleb, I'm trying to preserve your health by not giving it back. That's his excuse. But for me, it's property to property, dog. An eye for an, <laughs> a blender for a vape. You motherfucker, man. But like I would have, but I would have given. I had the vape with me the day I texted you, and you were still in Toronto. I said, "Hey, I have your vape. Do you want to give me my blender back?" You said, "Yeah," or you said, "No." I gave it to James. He left already. I would have given you your blender black. Your, geez, I would have given you your bet. <laughs> I would have given you your blender back if I had it. Because I didn't. No. Because James but, had it in Pickering. But, but why did you give it to James in the first place? Because I was moving to Ottawa at the time. I you think. Fuck you, fucking dirty whore. Fuck. I don't want my fucking blender. And James, if you listen to this, I'll fucking run up on you, you motherfucker. The first blender. piece of merch we ever make is just like, where's my blender? It's a fucking, just a blender. Honestly, just a blender with where's my blender on no, it. No, it's like, it's like you know the who's that Pokemon like thing? Yeah. But it's on a t-shirt and it's the outline of a magic bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gotta, I'm gonna make that T-shirt. I need to make that T-shirt. That's, 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 that's a good idea. <laughs> oh my god! Even if it's just me and you that buy it, at least people will buy it because we know we'll love that idea. <laughs> we actually we gotta do the uh, we gotta get on the the internet the uh, the website that we've been trying to do for a while. We do have to get on the internet. By the way. Just advertising some uh, Thesis FM stuff. My new podcast, Living in Ignorance, hosted by me, Alexander Davino, uh, yes. uh, is out. Uh, I had Jordan, Mixtapper, and Kofi, or Carlson, or Poku on, depending on what his name is, what, what he wants to go. I know he wants to go by Poku. I know he wants to go by Kofi. But I called him Carlston in the interview, so that's what he was called. Um, 
This is what I say. It was a very good episode. I'm very proud of it. Uh, I was. (laughs) You know what happened when I when I made that episode? I wasn't in a good space when I made that episode. Um, No. Before that episode aired, I got into a huge, huge, huge blowout with my parents. Uh, and like, Oof. I was just not in, a, not in a good state of mind to do it. And I basically just said, okay, like c- crying, crying earlier. I'm not afraid to admit it. I was crying a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and I just like gave myself, you know, when you're like, when you have to snap out of something. So you just yeah. give yourself like one big slap in the face. I did that. And then I went upstairs and I recorded my podcast and I think it turned out pretty good. I don't think you could even hear it. I asked my buddies after, um, Mick Stapper and Poku, and they said, holy fuck, we didn't even notice. That's really professional of you. I was like, yeah, I gotta get done. Gotta get it done sometime. They don't want to waste your time. So my, my thesis on that is just, uh, respect people's time as i said before in like one of our first episodes just respect people's time because even if you're going something through that you still gotta respect it yeah that is indeed the case um and honestly we did talk about this in the last podcast we did give it a little shout out um but the last podcast isn't coming out until probably around this podcast is coming out or relatively close together so um so you're going to be able to go give it a listen. It's been out for a bit now, and uh, it's honestly a great episode. So go give it a listen. There's a few awesome clips already up on our Instagram, and uh, you can just click the link in our bio, and you're easily transported through the interwebs right to a great audio source that you can listen to in the car, in your ears, or you know, on your computer or something wherever or, you decide to listen to it uh, wherever your ear is if it was if you were born with it in a different spot like for instance your butthole was your ear what if your, your ear was on your elbow was your face in what if your ear was on your elbow because like you still can't sick. lick your ear you still can't lick your ear oh, though. Okay. that's lame <laughs> oldie what a goodie eh? uh, <laughs> you gotta go back to the classics every <laughs> once in a while right <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to talk about? Um, you know what? I got one thing to say. Do you remember Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> yeah. At the platypus controlling me. He's under what was head. what was the mom's name? No clue. I think it was what the, was the dad's name? No clue. What was the sister's name? Candace. Can this dick fit in your fucking mouth, bitch? Oh, thank you. Just had to hit you with that. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope we see you next week. Lots of love. Alex, you got anything else to say? Or is the dick a little bit too much in your... <sighs> God fucking damn it. Bye. <laughs>